This is Boss Women Unfold, the podcast, a series of honest and empowering conversations with phenomenal women. I am your host, Noelle Sam, and your journey to be empowered starts now. Today, I'm talking to my friend and mentor, Cheryl Blass. Cheryl is the general manager at the Carry Motors, a luxury automotive dealership here in Montreal. I met Cheryl in 2015. Back then, I was freelancing at a social media agency and became the account manager working on the Carry Motors. From the day we met, I knew Cheryl was different, not only because she was a woman in a male-dominated industry, but also because of her confidence in herself, in her work, and in her relationships. Okay, so we're going to start, and I'm going to first welcome Cheryl Blass. And uh, before we get into the conversation, I want to say how thankful I am to have you. And not only for you to take time away from your busy life and family life to be here and have a conversation with us on the Boss Women Unfold podcast. I'm quite excited to be here. I want to thank you for taking the time. And for me, working for you and with you has been such an eye-opening um experience because it was the first time that I was working with a woman in a male-dominated industry. And yes, I handled other automotive accounts before, but it was all men. And the interaction with you and how you cared and wanted to communicate what the care motor stood for was so different. So I want I want you to take our listeners, our audience back to when you first started with the automotive industry. How did that happen? Wow. <laughs> so long ago, I can... I almost can't remember. But, oh, wow. um, I started actually um, selling cars as my summer job in university. Oh. Um, because in my first year of university, I really couldn't figure out what it was that I wanted to do with my life. And um, I actually went to see a career counselor. And um, they did this, it's like a, a test or something like that. But I remember it was called What Color Is My Parachute? Oh. And I it was an it. entire series of like, um, questionnaires and interviews and all of these different things. It took like several days to do it. And I remember at the end, I was so excited to go into the office and find out, you know, what my life was meant to be. Mm. And um, his answer to me was, he said, I don't really know what you're supposed to do. Okay, that's okay. He said, but whatever you're going to do, he said, I think you need to sell something. So I thought to myself, like, you know, what could I actually sell? You know, what would be interesting? And of course, I mean, you know, being a young kid, you say, well, I like cars. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I went to, um, they had this place, I'm from BC originally, and they had this little school and it was called the Automotive Training Center. And I went there for a one-week course. And after my one-week course was finished, um, they basically said, you know, pick a dealership where you'd like to go and sell cars. Oh, wow. So I picked a dealership. And uh, that was the start of my career. And I remember the first day that I walked into this job, um, the manager that was sitting there, the first thing he said to me when I walked through the door was, oh my God, you're a woman. Oh, wow. <laughs> because we're going back many years. We're yeah. going back to, um, you know, 1988, 1989. Wow. Um, and there were literally uh, no, no women. women in the business. So... Anyways, he looked at me and he said, well, I promised to give you a job and you're oh. here. So he's like, we might as well get on with it. And oh, that, wow. was, uh, that was my start in the car business. 
wow. And so when you get in there and the reaction is like, oh my God, you're a woman. How did that make you feel? Did that impact maybe made you want to perform better or prove yourself? You know, I guess it's funny because I never really felt that kind of pressure. Um, I think in a way, I just always felt that I was supposed to be there. Hmm, it never, and I don't know if it was just young ignorance, but it never really dawned on me that it would be weird that I would be there. Wow. And, you know, it's something, even today, it's like when I look around a room and I see only men, I just assume that I'm supposed to be there. And it doesn't really phase me, I guess, that I'm the only one. Wow. That's really, really powerful to say so because we look at the automotive industry and it's obviously a male-dominated field. Mm -hmm. And even in business in general, top CEO roles, top tier roles are usually held by men. So how do you feel about people who have still this, you know, this expectation of coming into them like the first time when you walk into that automotive shop and they say, oh, I thought you were a woman, uh, a man, I'm surprised you're a woman, to today where maybe people want to go and deal with the carry motors and you are at the head and you have your role as, you know, general manager. How do you manage those expectations when who they wanted is a man versus you in charge and how does it impact I guess, the culture that you instill in the company? Well, I think, you know, it really comes down to yourself. I mean, Mm. someone may come in expecting a man, um, but if you are confident and you know what you're talking about and you're confident in what you're saying, um, I think that that passes quickly. I mean, and then it just becomes dealing with a confident person, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can deal with men that are confident. You can deal with men that are incompetent. Yes, true. Um, And unfortunately, you can also deal with women that are incompetent. So I think it really comes down to the ability of the person. Um, And if you have confidence in your ability and and the way you talk to people, um, I think that that always comes through regardless. That's, I mean, to me, that's what it's all about. It's having, you know, confidence in yourself and confidence in what you're saying, that you know your product, that you know what you're talking about. And those are the things that will always shine through. Cheryl is celebrating 20 years at Decara Motors this June. Looking back on her years in business, I asked Cheryl what advice would she give to her younger self? <sighs> I would say for me, advice that I would give to anybody is it's the network of people around you Mm. and you know the the advice I would give to my younger self yes um, is to build that network early okay Um, you know build that network of people around you um, that lift you up that make you want to be better Um, your biggest cheerleaders your biggest supporters it's not easy to find those people And it takes work. You know, once you do find those people, um, having relationships takes work. Having meaningful friendships takes work. Um, It takes work and it takes sacrifice. Um, But that's something that you really need to commit to doing is to Mm -hmm. building your network of people around you. Um, And they don't have to be women. I mean, it just so happens with me that, you know, many of them are. Um, But they don't have to be women. I have many you know, male friends as well, but build, build your network. Build your network. You know, that is really what will carry you through, you know, the good times, the bad times, 
Um, that's what will carry you through everything is the people that you surround yourself with. And, you know, I know it's such a silly kind of saying, but it's birds of a feather. I mean, you tend to surround yourself with people that are like you or people that you want to be like. Mm -hmm. So girls make a mistake, I think, when they're younger. You know, they're very clicky and they're very, um, you know, they pick friends for the wrong reasons. Um, they pick friends that, you know, you always feel like you're in competition with or you're competing with. Um, but as you get older, you realize that it's not a competition. And, you know, those are the women that you don't want in your life. And those are the friends that you don't want in your life. Altitude Connection, Montreal's top lifestyle concierge services, offers exclusive privileges and customized services with the finest attention to detail. Visit altitudeconnections.com to learn more. For me, you represent strength in a very calm way. And it's always, a, it's, it's a good example to see that, you know, a strong woman doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to have a bad attitude, doesn't have to be unpleasant, but still can command respect by being very anchored in who she is. What would you say to, besides you know building a strong relationship to that younger self, because I know some of our listeners are definitely just <laughs> beginning their career, whether it's to go corporate or to start their own business. What is probably one thing that you absolutely want them to know besides on top of adding you know great relationships? So I guess what I would say or the advice that I would give is that you can still be a woman. Oh. So hmm. that basically means that, you know, you don't have to lose all touches of femininity to succeed or to be tough Very good. in business. Okay. Um, you can still be a woman. And I think that that's really important. I mean, you know, I still walk into meetings where I'm still the only woman there. But you know what? I'll accept somebody's coat, <laughs> their suit coat <laughs> if it's full. I'll accept for someone oh. to open the door for me. Um, I'll accept for someone to pull out a chair for me. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you don't have to show up at a meeting in a navy blue suit. Mm. Um, you can go in a, in a floral dress if you want to. I mean, I think it's important. You know, women want to be strong and they want to be successful. But I think that strength comes you know from within and it comes from you know your professionalism and your attitude and your knowledge don't try to be a man wow and i think that that is probably you know the greatest point of, uh, of advice that i would give myself is wow. you don't have to try to be a man cheryl has a lot of advice for the next generation that's why she started the women who drive initiative to support educate and connect women in business So the Women Who Drive or Women Who Drive started as a series of events mm -hmm. uh, where we would bring together, you know, some of the most successful, most influential um, women of Montreal to bring them together um, to kind of have an opportunity to interact with each other, to connect with each other. Um, and then after having a few successful events, um, we really decided that we wanted to do something more with Women Who Drive. Um, and given the fact that so many of the women that were attending the events were successful businesswomen, successful entrepreneurs, we really wanted to do something where we would help the next generation. So last June we announced the Women Who Drive Bursary, 
um, which is basically a, a bursary with the John Molson School of Business uh, that funds the education of women, but in fields where women are traditionally underrepresented. That's so, very smart. You know, uh, fields like finance, entrepre entrepreneurship, uh, business technology, you know, areas where there aren't a lot of women. I really wanted to give the opportunity, if someone has the aptitude for that and the desire to do it, um, but doesn't have the financial means to actually make it happen, mm -hmm. you know, to me that would be the most tragic thing of all. So it's really, you know, I think important to fund education um, and to support women that are going to be the next generation. I mean, these are going to be, you know, the next generation of women, um, you know, in business. So, yes. you know, I think we need to find any way we can to support them. So that's what uh, Women Who Drive is. That's really, really powerful because for you, when you started, like you said, you just believed that you belong there and you went with the confidence and succeeded, but it may not be the case for every other woman. And even though now, so many years later after when you first started, mm -hmm. the conversation about women's rights and closing the pay gap and the gender gap between women and men is still a big conversation. There's still a lot of work. So an initiative like the Women Who Drive bursary is definitely something that we need more of. Did you feel that this would be in part the legacy of you being in the male-dominated industry and understanding that it's not necessarily a given for women to have access like that and that's why you want it to necessarily have an impact that way? I, I, I think that you know maybe it's a legacy not so much for women mm. in the car business or women mm -hmm. in industries where um, you know they're mostly male dominated I, I think it was just a legacy for women you know like women period um, to give them opportunity you know and to give them every advantage you know, to kind of move forward and to be successful. Mm. I think that that's really what it was about for me because in my mind, I know that they can do it. And I mean, in my mind, I know that there are so many amazing women out there that just need, you know, that opportunity. An extra push. An extra push mm. or something extra that, you know, allows them to be able to do it. Um, whether they're, you know, single moms and, you know, they're going to school part-time or they're, you know, single moms and, you know, they're going to school full-time. Um, a lot of them have financial needs or financial responsibilities. Um, and so the bursary, to me, just seemed like a natural fit. When I look at how you've evolved, and even for me, the last few years of working by your side and growing myself through you, I have to say that... Uh, watching you touch different women in the way you operate made me more conscious of my choices and who I would want to have around me and who I would uplift and how. And so for you, you talk about relationship a lot and it's a recurring theme and also being in a family and uh, business. How much do you believe the Women Who Drive initiative can do as far as fostering relationship? Um, I, I, I think that it's been invaluable in building relationships, um, just from the events that we've had yes. um, and the events that we continue to have, whether they're fundraising events or whether um, you know they're events just to get together and get groups of women together, and I've really you know felt like I've been lucky, you know, to continue to add to my um, you know group of friends or my group of you know people you know that are my support system, and many of those women. Um, 
you know, have come from women who drive. Yeah. So, you know, they've been friends or acquaintances for, for quite some time, but I feel like those relationships and those bonds have really solidified with women who drive. So right now we are almost ready to close. I want to know what is your definition of success and as it has that definition evolved or changed over time now? I think when you're younger, <laughs> you know, success is I want a fancy car and a fancy house and fancy clothes and, you know, but I think that as you get older, you realize that, you know, those things aren't really success. Um, wow. You know, success are um, the people that you surround yourself with, the relationships that you build, um, you know, the good uh, that you feel like you can do. Um, you know, and I just I had a birthday last week, and yes. you know, you want, I guess, you want to have the feeling that you left a mark, um, that you made life a little bit better for for somebody else, yeah. whether it's one person or ten people or or hundreds of people. Um, I think that's success. You know, to feel that that people feel you are actually there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all you can ask for. Wow. Well, I, I want to thank you. I want to close this conversation by thanking you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to have this conversation with us and to be as authentic as I imagine you would be. And I'm honored to have you. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Yay! Thank you for listening to this episode of Boss Women Unfold, the podcast. We are back in two weeks for my honest conversation with guest Mabel Palomino, who talks to me about success, failure, and how to reinvent yourself after both. A special thank you to Breather for supporting this podcast. Breather, space made simple, modern meeting and office space, all to yourself, for hours, days, or months, visit breather.com to learn more. Boss Woman Unfold is recorded in Montreal. It is hosted and created by Noelle Sam and produced and edited by Alexandra Jureko. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you like what we're doing, please leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends. It really helps a lot.